Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We got Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, this is episode 314. Chill the F out, bro. You chill out. Okay. Yeah, you chill you out, can't man. tell me what to do. Heck yeah, I can. <laughs> All right, let's check in with everyone's week. Who wants to go first? Mm, I don't know. You want me to go first? Go for it, Yes, X split. I'll go first so I can chill out. And listen to the rest of you fools. <laughs> it's oh, going to be a feisty episode. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so this week was uh, very good. I enjoyed myself. Uh, no simulation, though, for me on Friday night. Uh, I don't know what I was doing. And I 3D printed some shit on Saturday. And I went to Texas Roadhouse for dinner Saturday night. And I had one of the best steaks, man. Texas Roadhouse is killing it. That's TexasRoadhouse.com. They're not paying me to say this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. but, uh, no, they're, they're freaking, dude, I don't know what they're doing. They're half the price of like any other place that claims they have a good steak around here. And they're, dude, it was ridiculous how good it was. Nice. Yeah. That's it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, so I had some dinner with the kids. It was, it was cool. We had a good time. Uh, so then I went to the field on Sunday, man. And uh, it was a little windy. And there wasn't any plankers flying at all. I think maybe one guy threw something in the air. It was a little tiny, like, bang good something or other, you know, like 12-inch wingspan thing. And uh, that flew just as you could imagine. It was like in a box of jello, like, just stationary. And then <laughs> crashed it a few times, and then he went and put it away. But, yeah, I got some flying in on the Oxy-5, man. And... uh Dude, I had some really good flights with that thing. Just it was like I said, it was still it was windy, but still I was still had some good flights. Messing around, just doing some more cool flippy shit. I started doing pyro flips to where I'm I'm pirouetting first, like twice before I go into the flip. Yeah. Because and I'm actually was getting because I do shitty pyro flips. Like I just go womp womp and then go womp womp again and whatever. But I don't really get like the stationary good pyro flips. So I'm starting to work on that a little bit and. That was coming out pretty good. Nice. Uh, nice, the la- dude. The last flight I had, though, man, I was like, all right, I got- it's time to go. Like, I was just, like, losing everything. My, my, I was just, like, I was banging sticks, and I'm like, my brain's like, just just throw it around. Just do crazy shit and see what you can do. And, like, and then I was just like, I, I got to stop. Like, I'm just like, I think I got, like, 10 flights in. It, it was cool. It was a good day. And I flew with uh, Mr. Shaw and his friend Buzz. And Buzz has got the, uh, Buzz like the Spec- Spectre V2. Yeah, he was flying that a little bit. And uh, Shaw brought a few things out. He's flying his uh, his Black Thunder. And he had his Kraken, his winning Urcha Kraken there, 2019. Nice. And he had his Fireball. And his Fireball was fixed for like the third time, I think. Well, it's the third time that it's been at the field. And it was the third time for him to crash it but he really didn't do he he just like i mean those things are so quick you know steve the, and andy and 
Yeah, Ian, you all all three guys probably know how quick the little birds are, and yeah, you know, it's it's just he. I think he has the same rates or the same kind of setup as he does at the as as the seven hundred. Because I noticed, like, you know, you get to fly with somebody, you know what their flying style is like, mm-hmm. and I noticed right away when he first flew when we went to Sebring that it was like he was going beyond what he normally did when he did a maneuver, you know. So I'm like, wow, that thing's like way too quick for him. He's like. He's like overshooting things. You're saying he's overshooting. Yeah, his his normal like stopping points and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's he's been working on dialing that back down. But dude, it, I, I give that guy a lot of shit for the time he takes. I mean, we all do in building stuff, but man, his stuff is dialed in. Like he he like, even went a couple of crashes on that thing and him piecing a few things together. Like he's a really good builder, and it his stuff was it was it sounded great again. It was flying great. Until it was uh, in the ground, but you know, but he's <laughs> dude. I mean, great. <laughs> his his uh, his other you know, Heli the the Black Thunder. It's just man, he flies crap out of that thing. He was he was flying a lot of lower head speed stuff this weekend. It was uh, it was cool to see because he's he's more in control that way. But yeah, it was um, it was good, man. Had a great great weekend. I flew the official Freefall RC drone. Which I haven't had out. It's a Phantom nice. Three. Yeah. yeah, haven't had that thing out in a long time, and I got three batteries for it, so I wanted are to check those out. Good or what? One was failing, but the other two are actually still good. Wow. I was surprised. Damn. Yeah. All my DJI Spark batteries that I had at the same time, like when I had the Phantom Three, the one that I, you know, sold to you. Right. That like, all those batteries are completely dead. Dead. Like they won't charge. They won't do anything. They're they're garbage. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised that you had only one failure. That's pretty good. And yeah. Nice. Yeah, and it uh, like I said, it flew good. It was a little windy, and um, there was kids racing around in their quads. I was, I was like tracking them, and ah, sweet. They were pointing at it, and they took off, and I started recording. Like I got behind them and was flying behind them, and it was pretty cool. It was, it was you know, I haven't flown that thing in a long, long time. I wanted to get some pictures of the club field too, you know, and uh, that's 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 all I kind of did. That's it, man. Really, uh, who wants to go next, man? Still in search of a Neo. I was looking today. Nobody, everybody's got like basic. And, uh, I think I'm going to check my settings though, because the, the, the Neo, um, when you set it up, there's two settings and I want to check whether I did the right thing. Uh, And I think I did because I think this Neo has been fine. It's, it's was on other helicopters. But I just want to double check a few things. This is the one that's shutting down. This is the one that's on your. What is it on? It's on the Oxy Three, and it, no, it's just going out. When it gets too far away, it kind of like just drops. It, it like. So check I want to check antennas whether or not. Oh, like, yeah, check your antennas. I want to check the antennas. <laughs> I want to check whether or not yeah. I have the right V-Link set up on it. Set up, you know. So I just want to check that shit. And before I end, I wanted to throw out there to the listeners: if anybody has. Uh, any success with getting uh, the new hobby, um, the Hobbywing ESCs to work with a V-Bar Classic controller? Let me know. Send me an email or. What do you mean work? Uh, d- whether they're able to get telemetry? Because remember, I was talking about. I think last week I I might have had a UI sensor going on my 690. Well, it's, I t- I checked that cable out. It's definitely the UI sensor. That's failing or something's going on with it. I'm getting no telemetry from it at all. I get, 
you know, it powers up and I'm able to fly the helicopter, but I got to set a timer. Oh, right. So you want a uh, UI sensor? I have a couple. I'm not using, I'm not going to use anymore. Can, can you get the telemetry straight into the V control classic? Or that's what I don't know. I'm not, I thought Andrew Lax at one point had it working. Yeah. I thought you could, but I'm but just, I'm, I'm sure. curious. Message him on Facebook if you know, you know, maybe yeah, Andrew should. knows. Yeah. Yeah. I thought him and I were talking about it a couple of years ago. But yes, yeah, Steve, uh, maybe we'll talk later about UI sensors. You know, maybe I'll just swap it out. Yeah, I got them. I'll send them to you. You can have them. Yeah, so that's it for my week, man. Who's next? Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and go next. Um, I did not really do a whole lot, really anything RC related other than, uh, I was on discord Friday. Um, a few people showed up. Um, it wasn't as packed as it usually is or on a good night, but, uh, we had, uh, you know, Gucci and skids from the heliheads on there BSing. Um, and of course, a few other people showed up. Of course, Devin showed up in there as well, and um, had a pretty good time. Uh, I was actually off Saturday, um, so I I stayed up quite late. Um, of course, I uh, was just doing stuff around the house, trying to do some rearranging, and, and as far as like my hobby area and stuff like that, um, I did sell one of my birds. I sold the 550X. Um, Nice. So as I was on Discord, I was breaking it down. You know, I, I just went ahead and shipped it in a goblin box. I didn't realize how much, um, like the shipping rates have gone up. So it's like I tried finding uh, a box that was uh, small enough to at least fit the boom diagonally. I, it didn't have blades, so I was just trying to find a box that would fit the boom diagonally. That way, kind of save space, a little bit of weight. Hopefully, the rates were you know cheaper and. Uh, shit, even the boxes were like 15 bucks, and it's like, oh, fuck that. I got boxes at home. So just went ahead and shipped it in a goblin box, threw in whatever parts I had for it, and got it all um, you know, broken down and hardware screwed back in and stuff like that. Got it all packed up um, and shipped it out Saturday. Um, yeah, it's going to North Carolina, but highly doubtful it's going to be a combat bird. Um uh dustin holmes is who i sold it to and uh you know he told me he's like you know he lived out in raleigh for a little while and he said he wish he would have known that there was a club out there so that's yeah, i've been in that boat before so um but yeah hopefully it'll get some uh continue getting some good flights with that bird I mean, it was great i just hated working on it maybe i'll see you one day in combat again it could be <laughs> could very well be uh, yeah, other than that, I, I've just been working like crazy, um, and uh, that's about all I've got going. Um, I still got to do a little bit of organizing here at the, you know, on the workbench and everything, because I'd like to eventually get started on, you know, some more wrenching, which we all know you guys like t- hearing about. So More wrenching? More wrenching. So... Yeah, uh, who's next? Andy, you want to go or shall I? I can go. Mine's fairly short. 
I did not fly. I did not sim. I did work on the Spectre V2. It's almost ready, nice. Kevin. You'll see it soon. You'll see it soon. 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 It's almost ready. Very soon. Just Shall got out soon? Or? No. No, I ran into a couple issues, so it's not going to be ready for chill out. Not really oh. with the with the just a few things that I want to do differently. Not not anything with the kit, just some stuff that I don't like the way it's going together. So I made the decision yesterday to give up and not try to get it done for chill out. I mean, that was the goal, but I've been really busy on the farm. Running around trying to get stuff ready so that I can be gone for over half a week. Half a week. So it's kind of sucked. But... I thought I had a really good idea. I was like, I am a freaking genius. This is going to be the best thing ever. So you know how people are using those um, torque servo washers to mount servos? I got to digging around on McMaster car and found standoffs that should be the right dimensions. If it's a 2.5 millimeter bolt, it's 4.5 millimeters OD. I measured a servo as a 4.5 millimeter hole. I was like, this is perfect. It's two millimeters long, so it's not quite as long as the thickness of the the mounting tab on the servo. It's like, this will be awesome. They're like 30-some cents a piece, so they're super cheap. You can buy a whole bag of them for three bucks, and I could use Damn. them to line up my servos and mount them. So I got them. And then I measured one, and it's 4.6 millimeters OD. And the when I really, really measured the hole in the servo, it's more like 4.48. So oh, they won't fit. Enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there's just enough. They just won't fit. So my good idea was more of a fail. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it, it was How worth a try. Uh, like 20, like, uh, three, six dollars worth. So, you know, no big deal. I suppose I could put a bunch of them on a bolt and put in a drill and file a little bit off and then they would fit, but that's kind of a pain in the ass. So I probably won't work on it. It's doable. We mean it won't work. Oh, more work than it's worth. Oh, it's worth. more work than it's worth. Yeah, I thought you said it won't work. I was like, yeah, it'll work. I just, I'm too lazy to do that. Chill out, bro. It'll take you like five minutes. Yeah, that's Could true. Could do one. How many do you need no, per servo? No, you, you would, I would do like uh, four or five at a time. Just take a long bolt, put a whole bunch on there, rub it across the file. I might do that. It, actually, now that I think about it, it really wouldn't be. All I got to find is a long bolt. Just took a bunch on there. We'll see. Um, so I've been packing for the chill out, working on the camper. Of course, it rained all day today. Well, not all day, but most of the day. When it wasn't raining, I was trying to catch up on some work. So I was planning to be all packed today so that I could work in the morning and leave out at lunchtime tomorrow. I don't know if that's going well that's that part is definitely not going to happen so maybe i can get packed up in the morning 
like after it quits raining at eight and before. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to pack in the rain. I've done that before, and it sucks carrying everything out through the pouring ice rain, getting soaked. Yeah. I've still got to hook up the camper. I've, I haven't done the water, like dewinterize it, fill it with water. i got to check the air pressure in the tires. So much shit to do. Put the hitch on the truck. It's this part before every trip, every fun fly, that I ask myself, is it really worth it? This is a big pain in the ass to go to these things. And so, then you get there and you say, hell yeah, it was worth all the it. shit I've got to do. So I'm like, is it really worth it? But is it I'll, worth dragging the camper? Yeah. I mean. That's the question. Or a smaller event that's like you can be there for a day or two or three days, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to be there Wednesday night. Thursday. You'll be there for a while. I'm going to be there four nights. So, yeah. I mean, that's part of why I'm going early, so I can make it worth the trouble. <laughs> right, right. You're just doing Friday, Saturday? Oh, yeah, if I was only doing so. Friday night, Saturday, which that's what I did last year. I didn't take the camper because it wasn't worth it. Yeah. But with Tima going, she likes to be able to get somewhere warm if it's cold, lay down, hang out. Dry, maybe. Yeah, dry. <laughs> so I'm sure it'll be worth it when I get there. It's just... Oh, and this is every event, like packing all the stuff, getting it together, and then being gone for four days when I, this time of year I've got so much to do. I really need to be here working. I'm sure it'll be fine, but this is my this is just me being a negative Nancy. I'll have fun when I get there. I know it, so I'll push through and and get there. And then when I get back, I'll be exhausted. I'm like, damn. Was it really worth it? (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, a month will go by and I'll forget and I'll be ready to go to another one. I'll forget all the, my woes. Yeah. That's, that's all I've been up to is trying to get ready to get to see my buddies (laughs) down in Nightdale, North Carolina. That's really the only reason I go to see y'all, see everyone. What about you, yeah. Steve? Are you ready to go? Are you packed? I am. I am not packed. But you're not, not leaving all, for another day, right? Yeah, I'm basically going to leave Thursday, Thursday morning. morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got basically one errand I need to run in the morning, and then from then on, I'm going to hit the road. I should get there probably around by noon, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. And then I'll, I'll stop by the field first, hang out for a bit. Um and I got to make sure I check into my hotel room. I don't want to. I'm like now freaked out about like staying out to three in the morning and then kind of check into the hotel room. It's it's not the Northeast. It's not like New York, New Jersey, where shit pretty much like the front desk is pretty much open 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm not yeah. used to that. <laughs> so I got burned once almost, you know, so <laughs> I want to make sure uh, right. I check into that hotel around three, oh, four yeah. o'clock, maybe you know before dinner. Yeah, I was going to say you can go out and get dinner or something to eat and check in while you're out yeah yeah we'll see what everyone does you know probably do what try to see what everyone does since thursday night you know i'm sure folks will be out there will probably do some some dinner and drink somewhere you know type of deal but uh yeah so my week let's see um kind of broke into three different things flew bought and built um i flew at my club they rented this little (laughs) 
I don't know. So they were like, oh, we're doing this indoor fun fly, not fun fly, indoor fly um, at a church. I'm like, okay, you know, it's free, you know, donate five bucks, whatever. So I brought a couple of my, you know, older stuff. I brought my uh, UMX Timber that can fly in there. Um, my own PM1, little helicopter, and I brought like my FPV stuff because one of my clubmates was bringing his FPV stuff. So I figure I'll bring it out and see if I can get any of that stuff working. Um, the drone stuff, I didn't end up doing any of that stuff because none of it's programmed in my DX9 anymore. Like, I don't have any of the programming, so nothing's <laughs> set up, nothing's binded. So I'm like, I got basically a camera. <laughs> so, like, there's nothing. <laughs> um, I flew the UMX Timber, and that was fun. Now, this this place, it's a gymnasium, but, like, I don't know. Was I pictured maybe something, you know, decent size. No, no, this was a basketball court. This is so like, like, turn, about, turn, 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 turn. No, like, turn, just turn, keep turn. turning. Just keep turning. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't keep turning. and This is, this is going to sound bad. Um, this is the first time they, they did this thing. So, like. People are showing up, and they're just kind of setting up anywhere in this place. Now, think about a basketball court, like literally an indoor basketball court, and you have, like, the basketball things, you know. One of them was up. One of them still down with <laughs> the hoops. And it's not like, a, not like a school gym where you have, like, the full court, and you have, like, two half courts going yeah. the other ways. Like, this is – no, this is a small gymnasium. One basketball court. No bleachers, no stands, no, like, area to even stand around the, the – the, you know, court. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Someone's smart idea is to set up on one end, and then more people came and they set up on the other end. So now they're <laughs> flying against each other like this in a circle. Oh my god! At each other and back at each other like this, and I'm just like, and I'm flying an airplane too. You know, like I'm flying my UMX thing. And I'm like, am I gonna hit that basketball hoop thing? Nope. Ooh, <laughs> I almost clipped it. You know, which is like right over a, a, someone flying an airplane. Yeah, you're- you know. <laughs> <laughs> At me going the other way, so many times planes were like whizzing wow. above my head and shit. It was so, so scary. So theoretically, <laughs> you could have clipped the basketball goal, crashed into a guy, and then he crashes into you because he was disoriented. Yes, <laughs> yes because he looked lost track of his airplane right. as well, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, <laughs> it's the most sketchiest shit ever. Nice. And I'm like, I'm like talking to the guy who organized it. I'm like, Robert. Next time, let's have a pit a area and then like a flying And then area. we can fly in a rectangle flight box. And yeah. he was like, yeah, that, that would have been way better. <laughs> there are so many close yeah, cars. Right? Having a sign. Like, yeah. I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised they didn't do some kind of like assigned area. And then this is the pattern we're flying in. Yeah. Wow. And then they're like, one guy, he brought like, you know, what it was like, it's like a little, almost like, um, it looks like a diamond shape, like kind of like long front. And it has like two um, motor propellers, whatever. And it's like a little UMX thing, and it flies pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Kind of tosses like a frisbee, and it just goes. Eh. He's flying that thing around, but he has to fly so fast. It's just like whipping around, hitting the walls, hitting the basketball, <laughs> hitting the walls. Noisy, like rear, rear, rear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, I'm having fun with my timber, like trying to just go one wheel on the ground and like, yeah, uh-huh. just stupid shit. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so the timber did well. It was great for that little area. Um, if I had those little drones working, the FT, I don't know, the Gremlin, is it Kevin? Remember that little mm-hmm. drone that I built? 
Gremlin props. I don't remember the name. I think it's FT Gremlin. Yeah. Um, that and I, I had the little like uh, Beta Flight or um, it's a Tiny Whoop basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say would've Tiny Whoop would have been, been good. Yeah. Fly it through the uh, But none of it was blinded, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did fly the OMPM one, and that thing is beat the f up, man. It is like the collective is so off on it. Nothing's adjustable. Like, well, sorry, there, you can adjust it inside the flight controller, but as far as like your links, nothing's adjustable, right? You have like like dog bone links. From your, yeah, dog bone links from your yeah. servo to your 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 swatch, and then you're from your swatch to your it's DSC link. So there's really no adjustment. But like at mid stick, I'm like four degrees positive, and at <laughs> negative. No, no, sorry, mid stick. I was, I was, yeah, four degrees positive, and then so negative was like seventeen degrees, I think. It's my guess, and positive was like maybe like eleven, yeah. so maybe like fourteen. So and almost hovers like at mid stick. It was hovering at mist. Okay, yeah. But so think about when I flipped it and I gave negative. Holy <laughs> shit, that was fun. Such a small roof. Holy shit, that thing was like. Not only does it go woo really fast, but it also because it's too much pitch. The tail spins. The, the tail can't hold, so it's like, <laughs> and it's it like it twisted around. I'm like, whoa, which way is it going? And I, I caught it once or twice, but once it went like, Kevin, remember the time at the field <laughs> when it's you, me, and Jeff. And I had the blade one eighty oh, yeah. CFX, and I'm just flip, 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 and then it just went flip, 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 right to the ground, right next to us. Yeah, well, it didn't right in flip, between flip, me flip, and you. But it went like <clears throat> flip, flip, and went straight down in front of like this guy that was in the corner and like kind of next to another guy, and it just dropped. Like I dumped it. Like as soon as I saw it going towards him, I dumped like full Damn. negative to like just push into the ground. Mm-hmm. But. It came close. I was like, "Ooh, this is not the right roof for this place. Like, I can't fly this <laughs> helicopter in here. I can't fly helicopters indoors, man. I am just not good at helicopters." It's hard. Indoors. You need a big yeah. area, though. <laughs> yeah, I I was telling that story just recently about when we went out to Ohio and we were flying indoors mm-hmm. at Neff, and we flew yeah. the helicopters, and I had, had uh, the one eighty, and I did a I did a backflip and never pulled never pushed into negative i just yeah, plowed it nose in i drove the canopy like halfway through the body <laughs> and yeah. um and i was so determined the next year with the oxy threes i'm doing a pyro flip indoors and i remember doing that and i was i was like all right drop the mic i'm done yeah and that was the year i think you tumbled down the wall i was telling that story to somebody <laughs> just recently it was, it was hilarious it's that flip and negative and i pop it up and just like <laughs> to the yeah. moon yeah, so so that was fun. Um, but that was only actually from uh, nine o'clock to eleven thirty. That so is cool at, that somebody organized that though. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's great. That's really cool. Yeah, so we're actually gonna do another one in March at the same place. So I'm gonna see what else I can bring to uh, destroy. <laughs> Get uh, your um, your little drones program. Because yeah. that'd probably I'm be pretty fun to go zipping around yeah. up through the rafters and down around. Or whatever. Right, right. And even the, the, the hoops, because they mm-hmm. move, they have all like the, you know, yeah. the bars. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be and pretty stuff. cool. Yeah. Be fun, I think. And we could set up a table to land on and like mm-hmm. skip bump off and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Cool. I forgot you had the UMX Timber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I fly, I don't know, once in a while on my front or backyard, but 
I don't know. It becomes boring quick. He flies it when he wants to just sit back and chill the F out. Yeah. So I did go to the field after that um, to do some flying. But before that, I kind of bought something. And then I'm going to go back to – I'll kind of go back to flying. But so I, I kind of planked it up a bit. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm just I'm, – I'm, I don't know. Something's going on with me. But Plank it up. I planked what it up hell, a bit. Man? So some – <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> so, so there's a deal on Facebook, and and like kind of by where my club is in Dinwiddie, and um, it was like 150 bucks for like a bunch of like pictures of planes, and I was like, I I don't know, there was like five planes or four planes there. I'm like, I out of it's like 150 bucks, and I'm like, I'll I'll offer 80 bucks for the whole lot, see if they take it. And she was like, Yeah, come and get it. Oh, damn. So I came and picked it up. <laughs> Um, it was 80 bucks, and this is what I got. Um, I got two Nitro trainers, 40 size, like about 47, 80, 50-inch wingspan. Um, a Hobby King Bixler. A Cessna 182 that's like a Depron, but like full fuselage, not like a profile plane, but a Depron foamy. Um, another Cessna 182 that's like EPP foam or like the, the denser foam. Um, that I guess more of the newer planes are made out of, but this is like a big one. Like I think the wingspan's like sixty something inch, yeah. and it has floats, and it's you Damn. know fuselage is like huge, you know, like it's fat, like it's weird, it's really fat looking. I'll, I'll send some pictures. Yeah. But with that, um, you know, came some old seventy megahertz radio, some garbage, whatever. Um, a starter, a whole bunch of like extra motors. Like I have like three or four Nitro Evolution. Um, yeah, that's I think the yeah. brands. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or Hangar Nine, I think, or mm-hmm. yeah, that company. But um, yeah, a couple of those forty size motors and stuff. But like a whole bunch of stuff for eighty bucks. And I posted already for my club, and one of them is gonna pick up the Nitro trainer. You know, mm-hmm. fifty bucks. I'll sell probably. The starter and like some Z bend pliers and some tools that I'm not gonna ever use for like a couple bucks around here, and I'll make the eighty bucks for sure. And then the rest of it, oh yeah, I'm gonna have fun crashing at the field. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I I don't know. You know what it is? It's like like the heli heli's crashing. It's like oh man, like I don't. It does. It sucks, right? Like it doesn't hurt. Like I'm not like oh I'm sad because I crashed. It's more like oh crap. Okay, now I gotta put an order in and you know yeah, clean it up and yeah. fix it. You know, like, and then fix it, and then, and then boom, I'll fly again. But these planes, man, I get them super cheap. And all I do is just toss them in the you air. Just throw them in. One yeah. flight, freaking barrel them into the ground. Take the kneel, take everything out of it, put it in the next plane, and just do it all over again. I just, I have so much fun doing them. I don't mind spending 50, 100 bucks here and there to do it, you know? So, <laughs> so the, nitro, the nitro trainer, I, I might actually fly a little bit and, you know, kind of get back into, like, flying a nitro airplane a bit. You know, just kind of reminiscing my my childhood days with uh, yeah, yeah. You know, trying to get this going. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bixler, I'm going to do as an FPV bird, like, with head tracking. I want to do that whole thing. I want to give that a try. Is it um, a pusher prop? Yeah, it's yeah. a pusher. It's sort of props, like, in the oh, back. Up nice. The Mm-hmm. And then, and then the Cessna. I I already so I'll go into building. I already built the Cessna 182, the small Depron one. So I put high tech servos that I had, and I put a Neo that was on my gasser. <laughs> so there's a there's a Neo from the aluminum case in the in the Lynx case in that little <laughs> five dollar Depron foam piece of shit <laughs> that airplane. But hey, 
I'll, I'll fly it. It'll be fun. I taxi it around. It, it goes. I put a little quad motor in the front. What, what brand is the bigger one? The EPO foam one. I think that's EPO foam, by the way. That denser it's, stuff it, it, that the new ones are made out of. It's like yeah. stronger, heavier. Yeah, yeah. This EPP's the really flexible foam, like the what's his name used to make. Um, foam to me oh, feels yeah, like yeah. It's kind of like a cheap foam. It, it it feels to me that the foam's like packing foam cheap, like you know, okay, like not really good foam. That's like, the yeah, that's the that's the crappy stuff. Damn yeah. great house, um, right? It uh, used to make that stuff out of that 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 foam you're thinking of, Andy. No, I'm thinking of the. Um, he was up from your guys' neck of the woods there around yeah, Jersey. Yeah, he moved or to somewhere. Jersey. Maybe he's out the, in Ohio. There were or profile something. 3D planes, but they were like flexible, like real, like oh, bendy oh. kind of foam. Mm. Yeah, RA cores. Yes, 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 oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I think no, that no, is that EPP, I think. I okay, can't yeah, remember. No, it's not that type of foam. I think EPO is like the, the Z foam, like E Flight's got, like the really good, yeah. nice dense phone i'll take a picture and send it to you guys i don't actually even have a picture on my phone i could be wrong on those because it's been a while since i looked all that up but i think that's yeah. what it is yeah but i thought it was a pretty good deal that i picked up so um yeah and then i went back to the field and then i got like a whole bunch of nitro flights in i fixed the nitro so i wanted to make sure Sweet. the nitro was flying before uh the chill out um i brought the orange raw do that threw that down a little bit it was mainly messing with the head speeds on that one because my bank one to bank two was like 1600 to like 1850 so it's such a big difference i wanted to kind of like bring bank two down and bring bank three to bank where bank two was because 1850 is where i like to fly that raw mm-hmm. um electric raws so i wanted a middle bank now so i have like about a 1760 1720 or so and that's a as a middle bank, which I kind of like to fly now in that. So I kind of like the lower head speeds on the electric now. I don't know. Maybe it's the nitro. You got, yeah. You've gotten feel. used to the nitro. So yeah. Slowing the down the electric. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then is that it? Oh, uh, one of the other planes was this like great plane EDF too. Like some Russian, it's a red plane, just a wing with the EDF in the middle. Okay. I'll probably build that in, Toss that into the ground too. <laughs> all the all the people that listen to us that like fly airplanes. Like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. I enjoy the hobby. That's uh. So if you have a cheap plane that you don't care about, <laughs> Steve's your guy. Send in my way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what the next plane is? Uh-oh. I bought it from Shaggy. Oh boy. Ooh, he's good. <laughs> he's gonna love seeing that video. Oh no! I, I think he said, "Wait a minute, you're gonna crash it? Maybe I shouldn't sell it to you." <laughs> Did he say, "Take care of my airplane"? He said, "It's all ready to go." And I'm like, "Okay." Ripped out the receiver, put a VBAR mini <clears throat> on it. <laughs> it's all ready to go into the ground. Yeah, I got I got the VBAR already on and programmed, ready to go. That's an, that's another thing I worked. I worked on a lot of things this week. I've been pretty busy with the hobby. Oh man, nice. Okay, enough about that. Let's go into the main topic. Chill the f out, bro. I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. I don't know. What are we talking about? 
We're talking about chilling out. Do you chill out? No, no, no. Nah, we've done that. Been there, done that. No. Some other podcasts done the crap out of it as well, too. I mean, mm-hmm. gosh. I think we're talking about people that are irking you and need to chill out. Or maybe you need to chill out. I don't know. Yeah. So we're talking about Steve? No. Oh. <laughs> talking about people. Oh, okay. Well, you said people that annoy me, so I didn't know. Well, you got to narrow it down. Which Steve, man? Yeah, which one? <laughs> well, there's a lot of Steve that annoy you. <laughs> no. well, All of them. <laughs> no. Um, so what are we talking about? Yeah. How to handle some annoying person, right? It could be, you could be at a club, you know, you have a person that's kind of annoying at the club that, that gets in your face maybe, or, you know, maybe trolls online, you know, there's, there's mm-hmm. people online that like to push buttons. Um, you know, really, what, what do you do about them? What do you, how do you handle them? I, I say stuff under my breath for a long, long time. Sometimes I say stuff I'm I'm not even talking about in a hobby. Like if I'm out in public and like this just happened to me, I think it was yesterday I went to I went to a place to get some food and of course there's some loudmouth one of you loudmouth Yankees gotta come down here and be on the phone <laughs> while you're online. Oh and and it's like but it could be anything. It's like I when the guys, you know, every other word is the F word and then the family walks in behind them. I've literally said to guys, like, dude, you realize you're out in public? Like, got it you can you can you tone it down? You're not in your living room. I mean, that's when I'm like, hey, you gotta chill out. But like, man, if I'm if I'm eating somewhere and there's somebody that's annoying the shit out of me, like just is overly like loud and I gotta hear every little detail of their life, yeah, then I'm like under my breath, like you know, when you go home, stay there. Like, I'm coming up with all these comments. Andy would laugh his ass off. He'd be sitting there laughing hysterical, and yeah. I'd be getting pissed. And, and That's what uh, I like I to know, do dude, is make that, fun of the person to whoever I'm with. I mean, not really not till they can hear it, but, you know. It's yeah. really, really difficult in the hobby. And, like, Steve and I came from a great flying field in, in North Brunswick there. Like, everybody was really cool. You might have had a few plankers that said a few things. Um this field I'm at now is a little different. Like there's a guy who's there 24 seven and very rarely, extremely rarely flies. I've been there. I've been going there like six, seven months now. Never seen the guy fly anything of his own. Mm-hmm. He'll fly other people's stuff, but the comments constantly coming out of his mouth. Like, and I kind of, I'm, I've like been ignoring them. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Like if the plane goes down or the helicopter goes down, there's a comment coming from him. And that's for me, I don't know about you guys, but that for me can really ruin a club like that because I don't want to fly there anymore. Like, you know, like, but I've, I've kind of like dealt with them now. I mean, I don't give a shit. Um, must, not, not that I'm saying I ever did give a shit, but just like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, some people can't take that and some people, you know, don't have that, that, that tough, thick skin and stuff like that. Sorry, Andy, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I wasn't going to say anything important. No. Yeah, so so I deal with that that way where it's just like I don't, I don't really care anymore, you know. But some people, I can easily see how, like, people would would easily get dis- discouraged if, you know, they showed up and, you know, you built a flight test plane, you're just getting a hobby, and he's going to sm- make a stupid comment. And, and I don't know, what can you do? Like, what can you do about people like that? You know, 
Tell him to shut up. You could, you could say something to his. Yeah. Um, you could say something to the president of the club. You can. I don't know. I mean, you could say something to that person. And I you mean, can say something to that adults, person. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, absolutely. That person might not like it. Yeah. But you know, you could also be like, I don't like you talking shit about whatever me or my aircraft or anything. You know, like keep your comments to yourself. If I get annoyed of it. Yeah. I mean, and you you could take a set of dikes and cut the valve stems on his tires too, if you wanted to, while he wasn't <laughs> you, looking. You could. But <laughs> I, don't I just, do that. I just, I have a tool, man. I just take the valve stem completely. <laughs> you just out. remove the valve stem. I love. Yeah. It. Yeah, why, why leave that in there? That's too easy don't do to that, fix. Andy? No, oh, don't, don't do him. that. That's pity. Just do what Andy would do. Throw him in the river. Yeah, just throw him in the river. Oh, uh, no. Fit <laughs> <laughs> him with some concrete well, galoshes first. What I would probably wind up doing is flying my airplane. Nah, because I'd probably get kicked out of the club. I was going to say fly into the pits where he was sitting. Yeah, I thought you said fly to his head. And I, I would have gone next thing that out of my mouth said, done that already. Yeah, I've done that twice. <laughs> if you don't want to be confrontational and you have somebody there with, you can just talk to them about how this guy's an asshole loud enough that they can hear it. It's like, can you believe this guy with the comments? Guy doesn't know shit, yeah. but he's telling everybody else what to do. Yeah. And then and see how it goes from there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a tough one. Tough one. Or you can just ignore um, it. Like I'm not, I'm not sure if that's even what you guys meant, but like that's, that's kind of the latest thing I've seen. But that that could be it, right? Like, I mean, you can have those people that make comments, um, you know, maybe behind your back or or whatever, you know, and you hear about it, and it's like, you know, how do you handle that? That's like annoying thing. Like, you don't want to have to like, it's it's you know, this is a hobby for us, right? So we want to have fun. To me, this this hobby is yeah. fun and. Fuck it. Like, fuck all of it. You know, like, what's the point? So, like, I'm I'm big on, like, this positivity shit. Like, if you start getting really negative on me, I just will ignore you pretty much. I will drop you. I'll just ignore the person. Um, That's how I handle it. Unless they're in my face, then I get right back in their face and tell them. So, so that's why Steve out. always ignores me. I see now. I'm too you negative. now? <laughs> yeah. I don't like, uh, you know, life's too short. Fucking, like, I want to enjoy this hobby to the max. I want to have fun. I want to, you know, the camaraderie and all the things that come with it. Um, so. And that's kind of, yeah. like, that's why I kind of eventually gravitated. I mean, I, I still fly with plankers. And, I, you know, like, I've had a great time in, in Jersey with that club. But, I mean, the heli guys, to me, are, uh, you know, more... There's more camaraderie and the more like like thinking and you know we're kind of all like brothers and sisters and when you get that person like that I mean they get weeded out really quick like I can think of a few instances where you know a person was an asshole or you know um, they just never came back around you know. Yeah. They well, they'll, they'll easily get shunned out of the hobby or just people will stop helping them or start wanting to hang out with them, right? So, like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, it, it, it all kind of comes around, I think, at the end, but, you know, how people handle it, like, I don't think fighting is good, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll kick someone in the face real quick if I have to, you know, but... <laughs> you almost I can't... Want to. You almost can't fight anymore, I mean... Get arrested for assault and sue yeah, and all exactly. this shit. I mean, it's it. not. Yeah. 
I mean, there's it. plenty of people need a good punch in the face, but mm. you're you you're really afraid to punch someone in the face because then they fall down and get hurt, and then yeah. it's your whole life is fucked up. So yeah, the unless, smart unless moves I, just ignore it. Just ignore it unless they valve, hit you. If valve stems are like five bucks a piece, so. <laughs> And that's why I like the valve stem idea because no, it's not, it's very low it. damage, right? I mean, all you're doing right. is letting the air out and then you just let the air out. Put the valve stem back in and pump it back up. You don't have to, it's not like slashing No, tires. Steve, uh, Kevin yeah. said he cut them off. So then you got to fucking demount the tire, put yeah, a new valve stem in. That's a big pain in the ass. I guess there yeah. is labor involved that. Oh, that's terrible. But the damage is only like 20. Anyways, we shouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> yeah, don't do this. <laughs> Don't do anything we North say. Shit. Don't ever. do this shit. <laughs> yeah, don't do we're not says. liable if you. We're not bailing you out of jail when you get arrested. No. Right. <laughs> Call someone else. Well, and you know what? Another trait that I have, I don't know about you guys. I know I. I definitely didn't get this from my father because he had a fuse that was like, you know, mm. quarter inch fuse, and I, I can usually wait around, and eventually shit happens to people. You know, when you wait around long enough, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You wait around and karma kind of comes around and takes care of those folks. And I hang out with a lot of great people at the club, and I think this guy's okay. It's just like, dude, you got to know when to shut your mouth, you know? like, I mean, let's, 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 like this guy, right? Like, I mean, what about Ryan? He had a big mouth, right? Talking people into the ground, and he kind of had a a reputation of that, right? You Mm -hmm. know, like. Yeah. You know, whenever he like, whenever I flew and he tried to do that shit, I just ignored him. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I after the flight, be like, "Yo, fuck off!" <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like stop your shit, man. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The first time I ever got chirped at, man, it fucking rattled me. But anymore, right? it just pushed me a little harder. So it affects people differently. It, and, and that's the thing. It it depends how you chirp. Like Jay, you know, I'll fly at RCHO and Jay be like. All right, all right, let him breathe. Okay, go, you know, dig deeper, do this. And he'll encourage. And that type of chirping, you want to go lower. You want to cut grass. You want to skid bump. You want to do things. But the yeah. thing where, like, you know, Ryan's like, put it in the fucking ground. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, all that shit. It's like, come on, I don't want to fucking hear you shooting into a mic. Like, that, shut the fuck out. Like, stop your shit. And eventually, people, enough people said that shit to him that you notice he doesn't, I mean, at the last events that he, you know, we're going to. I don't think he really did that anymore. No, he, did, he didn't. He didn't do recall. a whole lot of it, right? So I he think did. it's just like it kind of comes around like that, right? Like you know, you do something annoying, like people will eventually be like, "Yo, oh. <laughs> uh-uh. don't be uh, around me it, or stop." Yeah, I, I think he only does it to certain people now. To be honest, I mean, the well, ones that he know. knows. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else? Well, then I don't think Ryan, you know, I think Ryan's a little different than some of the people I, I've talked to only because I think he's, Ryan's more along, let's have a good time. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the people that I was mentioning, you know, I think are just had nothing else to like talk about or you know this is the best thing in their life is to p- bring other people down kind of thing you know well, or they're they think they're elevating themselves by bringing other people down you know you've seen it in the workplace yep, and stuff yep. like that i'm sure everybody right. has you know yeah i mean there, there are folks with that personality that that want to 
bring people down to quote unquote their level per se, right? Like possibly. Um I think it's all in people's heads though. Like I don't think you bring anyone down, you know, it just makes you look like a fool. But whatever. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You know? Ultimately um, when I go to that. Ultimately, when I go to a field, I just aim to have fun. So it's like a lot of times, you know, if I run into an asshole or whatever, I just I just ignore him. It's like even when I go flying at a planker field and I know they're talking shit because as soon as you turn around and see them both kind of sitting up, you know, like they're watching the flight. And it's like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I know. I know what's going on there. So it's like I, I knew I knew what was happening. I wasn't saying anything. Pretty lucky, I think. um most of the clubs I've joined, I've rarely had problems with members. I mean, maybe one or two might talk some shit, like I said, behind my back or anything. But, like, I don't think I've had any real confrontation. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think I've had any confrontations at a field. If anything, I've just kind of avoided it because it just wasn't really worth the trouble. I mean, I had yeah. I had one of the... I had one um, when I was flying my. Uh, I remember flying my um, shit. What was it? The the radiant, the FT radiant, mm-hmm. one time, up and around, and I I didn't want to land on a Geotex run that runway, so I kind of landed on the patch of grass way down to one side between, you know, where our where you're basically standing to fly and the runway. So it's like I don't know, fifteen twenty foot like patch of grass, the length of the runway. And I put it down way down there, and I went and got it. And I remember the president of the club coming up to me at that time and said, hey, can you do me a favor? You're going to land it in the grass. Can you land it on the other side of the runway or or try and keep it on the runway? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. But I went back to the guys I was flying with, and I was like, dude, I could hit a toddler with this thing, and it's not going to do any damage. Like, it was coming in so freaking slow. I'm like, well, whatever. You know, I'll I'll do it, you know. Um, But I don't know. I just. It, it's weird. I, I think, you know, I think for the most part, everybody's out to, you know, enjoy the hobby and make the hobby great and make the field great. I mean, down here, I've seen, you know, the guy that takes care of the field. It's amazing what they do and what they let go on as far as like the other guys want to build, you know, a track for their cars and want to add cool. on to that or mm-hmm. build the crawling track that the, that they let go on. You know, uh, that's been really cool. And, you know, it's pretty cool. And that's got to be a balance, too, of being, you know. Hey, I can let these people do what they want to do, but then I got to also like, you got to balance it out because you know how that goes when you'll have people taking over, you know, you'll have the, the, the RC car guys going into the quad area and you know, that kind of thing. And then you'll have that going on. So it's, it's kind of an art form really. I feel like, um, depending on the club too, like I think clubs have like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've been around in the hobby enough and joined enough clubs to know, like, what I want in a club and what I don't want in a club. Mm-hmm. And not that, like, there's an annoying person at a club that makes me not want to be part of that club, but maybe maybe just the, the mindset of that club or how the club thinks about how they operate. Um, and those are things that I think once I get an insight into, I, it, it helps. It also drives my decision of, like, new my membership at a club or not, you know? Um on how they operate and how they handle like events and how they handle things for the members or for guests and things like that. Like how they handle being an ambassador of this hobby. And if they don't handle themselves 
and uh, like changing things like, you know, I'm not going to name a club or anything, but changing like something like a bylaw where you're saying that guests can only fly there once a year. And it's because there are some guests that would come three times a year and fly and use their field and use the facilities and stuff. And because the facilities are so well, you know, amenited that like the cost of it and running operations will, you know, they, these folks are like, well, I'd rather not have these folks come and fly and use that electricity or any or facilities, you know, um, if they come more than three times or more than once. So, so that law kind of got passed through the club and, you kind of made me think, like, well, are you really trying to promote the hobby then? Or are you trying to make money or, you know, or is it only about money at that point where, like, right. this person can't come? Even if they don't charge, like, they can fly Nitro and have their stuff all ready to go, you know, everything charged up, not use any of the facilities, but they can't come more than once because, you know, of the perception that they're going to use the electricity and facilities and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, it kind of makes me think, like, why would I want to contribute to a club that's like that, you know? Yeah, it's kind of sketchy. Right. So I think it's not just, like, people that need to chill out, but I think organizations or clubs need to chill that out, too, you know? You have good clubs like RCHO and what Jay and, and those folks are doing out there, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you have other clubs that are more interested in, in other things, you know, that are not related so much to the hobby, not solely, at least. You know, not growing the hobby, not promoting the hobby and, and supporting it. So do they get my support? No, not really. You know, I'll still go to events there and stuff like that. I'll still support them in that manner. But, you know, that that's the level of support, not a membership support like I used to. So. This also goes for brands, right? Brands could be like yeah. that, too, you know? people just anything in the hobby really yeah and we've talked about the hobby shops like uh that i've run into um, yeah like tech you know, toys man what's the what's the price on this you gotta ask a price for everything and yeah you gotta look tech it toys, up or, dude tech toys was yeah tech toys was he, weird man he had everything like you know blade and blah blah but he had pretty much everything but like it was such a pain to deal with the guy and gets things and like he had a ledger that he handwritten right you know he hand wrote everything he sold into a yeah, book. Just, and I, every time I walked in a yeah. store, I thought he just got a shipment of something because there was always boxes all over the place. Over the place. Yeah, you can't and, walk around. Yeah. You know, at that point, I don't know, man. Like, even the dude in, in Kenville, mm-hmm. uh, at least he had stuff kind of yeah. organized. And, and yeah. he had been there for like 100 years, the same as yeah. Tech Toys. And Tech Toys at one point got large, so large, they expanded to the business next door. And then kind of that, I think he sold that back. Because uh, they used to be twice as large as they were. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know whether he had a slot track in there or what, but uh, I didn't. Really, I don't know. I really didn't get turned off by that too much. That guy. Uh, I remember early on um, being into uh, a couple of the smaller helis, like the 250, and trying to find like bolts to it. I had no idea they were metric or what size they were, and he was like, mm-hmm. "You don't know. You don't know what size they're." I was like, "No, nah, dude. I bought it like everything used. I didn't get a manual, and uh, you know, it was from." hobby king so i didn't want to tell him it was from hobby king or anything i was just looking for for nuts yeah. and bolts and stuff like that and he was really nice but uh yeah the the way he it was a little strange though yeah um, the way he business and that other place off of um oh shit that one place i went into i used to drive by it all all the time too uh 
man, what route was that? It crossed the middle of Jersey. There it was like that three letter DRL hobbies or something. Um, when I went in there years ago and I was ready to spend some money, man. And that kid was on oh, the yeah. simulator doing yeah, his TikToks, man, and was, could not be bothered to like, just, uh, I don't know if out. that guy flies helis now. That I don't kid know, that man. you're talking about. It'd be funny if he actually like flies helis and we see him at a club or you see him at an event or something. I don't even know if I would recognize him, but I knew like, yeah. I was like, like, dude, I was like, how do you let a guy walk out? Like you just, I had a few questions and yeah. I've had that. that. I've had that where like that, I go into a hobby shop ready to spend money, like ready to drop four or five hundred bucks to buy some stupid RC car. Or like the person be like, yeah, and I just I'll turn me off, like just talking to them, like. No. Yeah, I mean that's the whole nature of retail, you know, customer interaction, and you know, like how do you even let that happen? I don't know, man. I think I think like for that tech toy guy, I think his his passion for the hobby drove him into doing it as a business. But yeah. he's not a business person, you know, like, right, right. Like you, you look in his cabinets, it's like everything's like all the old school to me and stuff. And so, and like, it's cool. I'll be like, dude, how much for that? I want to buy that old, you know, right, right. Yeah. First gen, like, you know, RC 10, like the, the anodized, you know, main plate frame and stuff. And it's like, you know, they're not for sale. They're just for, you know, okay. If you want to shop, like, why wouldn't you want to sell it? If someone said like, I'll give you 200 bucks for that right now, like, yeah, sure. I guess sentimental value, but I mean, I don't know. And like you're saying, you know, you started out enjoying the hobby and then you you thought it'd be great to own a business. And I think that's when you don't know what you're doing in business too much. And then you lose like all interest in the hobby because of the business, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I do really think that like people that are still in the hobby that, Needed a business, you know, and still in it, still flying, still in the business aspect and flying, you know, give it to them, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else? Anything else? What about trolls online? What do you, how do you handle people that are like trolling you online? Or how do you handle trolling people online? You're the troll maybe. I don't know. Mm, I'll usually uh, just, you know throw some shit back at them, and then uh, if they don't shut the fuck up, I block them. I've had to do that with one before, so. I can't, uh, I'm not going to name names, but uh, I think we know. I don't know. Who was it? Was it me? (laughs) No. Yes, it was you, Kevin. It wasn't me. (laughs) It was me, probably. It was probably Andy. It was probably me. Nah. Nowhere near Andy. <laughs> Ooh. I troll A into his yeah. face. I don't do it online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he trolls me with me. Yeah. yeah. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> trolls me with me. <laughs> I don't know, dude. The last time I trolled somebody online was probably like, oh, man, probably. 19 like 98 or some shit i was going back and forth i was going back and forth with some dude and he was like anything else and 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 his last comment to me was like anything else i was like yeah move out of your parents basement i said something like that that was like the worst (laughs) i could come up with and never heard anything else back from him it was something stupid like that he moved out of his parents basement now he doesn't have internet 
Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't think I've ever been trolled online. And I only troll friends, you know, people I know just as like friendly trolling. So I don't I don't know. I don't know what you do. I guess shut your phone in and go do something else. Yeah, ignore it just like Yeah. I mean that's probably what I would do. Crying to your pillow. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if guess if the person's like constantly tagging you or shit, like yeah, I guess you could block them eventually. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I've never had to ex- experience that. Yeah. Everybody loves me. Apparently, it's a millennial thing. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they don't. <laughs> it's a millennial thing. I'm not even talk well, about Ian, yeah, I guess so. Because Ian's the only one here that's been trolled and had to block somebody, and he's the only millennial. So yeah. maybe you're right, Steve. I usually yeah. try to try not to get involved in anything unless they like directly involves me so it's just like and then that's normally when i'll try to pipe up say something if they don't like it fuck them you know and you're definitely smarter than you look shit that's the right thing to do yeah (laughs) sometimes you don't engage right don't engage on 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 the thing or don't engage something that might get you trolled like i don't know sometimes like i I mean at the field i've i think the only thing i can think of only one instance like for example, I went to a planker field. I had told all the pilots that I was going to be at the far end of the field flying my 630. And I wasn't really doing much of anything. I only, I only brought like two packs. I was clear at the end of the field, and like this kid and his foamy kept coming clear into my flight space. I mean, he was actually flying over where I'm, you know, working on orientations. And I had to finally pipe up and tell the kids, like, hey, kid, if I hit your shit, I ain't paying for it. You know? He's probably I, like, I ain't paying for your shit either. <laughs> Who's going to be more out? Oh, I, I, or your shit? <laughs> well, honestly, you know, I probably would have cut right through it and kept going. And he's going to be like, it depends, know. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I don't know. I actually, I've, I've had some similar experience, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't know if I got angry, though. I, mean, I, didn't, really no, I, I didn't even get mad. I, I just I had know, to fly up fast. and say something. Kevin knows that fly fest were like heli guys are like toss that all the way to the far end and it's like it's like the main flight line, the beginner flight line, then the heli 3D line. (laughs) You have beginners (laughs) flying into the heli 3D line all the time because they just they don't know they don't know the distance they can't you know gauge it. They're they're so focused on the, the the aircraft they don't know their you know the surroundings of the aircraft right like they don't know where they're going. Because they just focus on that little aircraft, so um, yeah, and you kind of like, hey, stay from your side, you know, <laughs> like kind of yell back at them a little bit, maybe try to scare them with your helicopter a bit, but you don't know. Yeah, just pinch pump it into their side a little bit. They'll they'll keep they'll stay back. Yeah, well, I was chasing a few of my oxy three. Yep, I remember that. Seems <laughs> like get him, Kevin, get him. <laughs> get him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like you have, I don't want to say the most experienced pilots, but you have like somewhat experienced pilots next to zero experienced pilots. That was like just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I was surprised there wasn't more mid-airs, but I don't think there was any with Heli. No, I don't think so. Well, it was just me, you, and... Man, me, you, and... Um, there was a couple guys, I remember. Yeah. A couple line guys, and then um, Charles Booker, right, was out there? Was it Charles? Charles Booker, I remember Ethan... Ethan was out, yep. 
Um, yeah, it wasn't much, but I think we did what we could to represent the Hellies at that at those events. Yeah. Uh, as far as like uh, drama goes, like like I said, that's like the only thing I can probably think of. But I've been to more, you know, fields and stuff where you know. Um, obviously there's a couple of fields here in my area that, you know, yeah, you can fly helis there. It's just like on the other side of the field, uh, one particular field, um, the helipad is, you know, like the South side of the field. And it's like this little tiny helipad. You don't really have much, you know, flight room as far as like, side to side, but you're always facing South. So no matter where you're flying, you're in the sun. And I haven't flown at this field, and I haven't been to the field in, like, 20-plus years. Um, but I showed up, you know, just kind of checked the field out, and, like, uh, was getting ready to, you know, fly the NX-4, and a couple of the guys that, you know, the plankers at the field are just like, you getting ready to fly? It's like, yeah. He's like, come over here. Fuck that little pad. They had me use the tarmac. They're like, you know, some of the old plankers might have a problem with it, but if we're here, we're not going to have any issues. This is pretty cool. So it's, like, nice. Yeah, it's nice to find find members like that or people you know, in the hobby that supportive no matter what you fly. Yeah, and like one of the one of the guys there that was flying planks, uh, he actually had bought and you know some scale planes and you know, sc- uh, scale helis. I mean, and he was kind of asking me questions about it, especially like the nitro line. That was the only one I brought that day, and considering I can just bring my fuel, my radio, and one pack, and I can probably get three flights. And it's funny because uh, let's throw a random thing. Like my my perception of the current club that I joined was that like they're a bunch of plankers. They don't want helicopter guys there. They don't want 3D guys there. You know, like why should I bother even joining this club? You know, and and the right. reason I got that impression is when I I spoke to a, a club member. I think either on the phone or maybe by email, and I was like, you know. Trying to get information. Hey, you know, what kind of club is it? You know, do you guys allow helicopters? Do you guys, you know, have separate flight lines? Like, how do you guys, you know? And, and you know, the the response was, the person's response was, you have to fly the pattern, can't hog the field. And I asked, what well, was hogging the field? And saying, well, you know, someone wants to fly, you know, and, you know, you're flying, they're either going to fly with you or they're going to ask you to land. And I was like, Really? So like I so my so like it took me a while. I didn't join this club. Like I didn't even stop by or anything. You know, a whole year basically <laughs> living in Virginia. And so, but one day, I you know, I know why. I got tired of freaking driving an hour and a half to Fredericksburg. Right. Forward, right. So I got tired of that. So I'm like, you know what? It's winter time, or it's getting to be winter time. It's like fall last year, and and I joined in October or November. I'm like, I'm going to join this club because if they're real plankers like that, that like, you got to fly the pattern, you don't, you know, blah, 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 down hog the field, all that stuff. If they're really like that. Then if there's any cold weather or wind, they're not going to fly. And that means I'll have the whole field to myself. So I joined. And I went there. <laughs> and I went there and there's a couple, you know, this was in October, November. I went there a couple times with field members there and, and every single person I met was cool. Right. No one said anything about the pattern. They're like, yeah, you know, at first they're like, yeah, we try to fly this pattern. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I fly like kind of back and forth and I kind of fly forward and back. Like I fly 3D. So like, you know, I'll, I'll throw up a flight. You can see how I fly and, you know, and see. 
Um, and, and after I flew, they're you know they're like wow, kind of pressed and all that stuff. But more more so than anything, I think they I I showed them that I'm in control, so they weren't like scared of it. Um, so they seemed pretty welcoming and. It's interesting because my initial initial perception of this club was going to be like, fuck, why am I going to waste my money and time and give it to this planker club and like, you know, have a crappy experience flying there. But actually trying it out, you know, completely 180. These are like awesome people, you know. I'm getting one guy who used to fly like 30%. Like when when I met him, he all he flew was 30%. Airplanes like this big gasser and just you know sport flying and pattern, mm-hmm. and he you know he showed some interest in helicopters. He had a Goblin 500 and a Blade 450X. Now he has an XL Power 550. He's building right now, you know like sold the Goblin 500. He's like updating. He he bought a V Control Neos. Like he's going all in on the helicopters. Like that's all he's worked on. He hasn't flown a plane since <laughs> I've been hanging out no. with this guy. So he, I've been like totally like getting him into helicopters and stuff, you know? And um, and this other guy, like, you know, he's into, like, he does real estate, so he's into some of the drone stuff and camera stuff, and, you know, he actually got me into kind of getting this DJI camera again. I even bought a fucking GoPro. Nice. 360, 3D, whatever, the 360 cams. Oh, I nice. want to set that thing up in the field, and I want to fly around it. <laughs> I don't care if I hit it. I just want to fly around and see what it looks like. Like smack right stop at it, do some TikToks right in front of it, like right over it or something to see like this is 360. So you can pick any part of the camera view you want. Uh, it's gonna be cool. I'll, I'm thinking I'm gonna try to make some cool videos with that. But um, but yeah, the, the club came out. You know, the members and everything turned out to be super cool, and the field is like in the most part like it's great. The sun's never in my eyes. You know, it's mm-hmm. not a huge field. It's not a huge place. It's noisy with the train track behind you, but. You know, it works. It's 20 minutes away, door to door. It works. Oh, um, yeah, dude. You know, there's always a flip side to this thing, right? Like, you know, how you might have thought something might have been annoying, but actually, you know, you get to know the club or the people, and it, it might not be. Nice. All right. Anything else before we move it on? No, I can't think of anything. All right. Let me post this. Listeners, tell us how you handle negativity in the hobby or an annoying person or annoying club or something annoying in the hobby that you're like, we don't need that in our hobby. Fuck no. Let us know what those are. Is it Ian's tech tip? I don't know. Do we have one for this week? I don't know. We'll find out. None's written here, so I don't know. Oh, Actually, we do, (laughs) and I pulled it out of my ass. All right. No, I don't want oh, it then. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I don't want it. <laughs> wait, wait. And RC Chills coming in? You know what they? those guys are all into. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this week's tech tip, you know, I've had to ship helis before as far as going to RCHO chill out last year. But also when it comes to selling, you know, a machine, maybe you want to, you know, just sell off the kit and, you know, move up to the next best thing. Um so what I ended up selling my 550X um, this past week. So I had to, of course, go and find a box. Uh, typically, when I look for boxes, uh, you know, for whatever machine it is, I typically go by the longest item or article that's going to be of that machine. Because obviously, when you ship something, you want to break it down as much as you can 
or at least the little, the littlest as possible. For example, I'll take wait, the tail wait. off. You just say as much as you can, as little as possible. That's that's total opposite. So I don't well, know what you mean by that. Well, no, I think he said the littlest. Let's not forget possible. that he just started talking, but he hasn't said what this tip or anything. So the listeners are completely lost. Can you tell I'm us what you're nice. talking about? Shipping a heli. Okay. Shipping helis or a heli. Wouldn't it be a good idea uh, to start with that? Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, um, typically what I uh, do first is uh, I measure measure the article or part the lar- the longest part in the what's going to be in the package. Uh, so typically it'd be like either blades or tail boom. Um, so I go off of those measurements. Uh, you know, what's it going to be is like if you have to turn everything either diagonal or, you know, just to get everything to fit. Typically, I take the, the obviously blades come off, boom comes off. I'll uh, typically take off like skids, maybe pull the, the main rotor off with the shaft, depending on as far as placement, whether I leave the main shaft in the machine. Um, I usually try to... Uh, you know, get everything wrapped up all together as one with a uh, bubble wrap. And if I don't have bubble wrap, I'll use uh, a lot of packing beans. And I've also got, uh, well, because I work in nursing, sometimes I smuggle home like a roll of trash bags for my work and not even realize it. So typically I get like uh, the the small plastic industrial uh, trash bags and I blow them up into those uh, air pockets that you see. And like uh, whenever you order something from Amazon, they use them for packing. Oh, man, you got Ian stinky smoky breath. Gross. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Um, I don't know. Packing. Well, he said he pulled it out of his ass, so I assume he farts him full of air. Oh, so not even his breath. Did anybody catch that? There. That he he just happens to find a box of trash bags. Yeah, he accidentally he smuggles a whole roll of trash Some way they, bags. They follow me home. Accidentally. Yeah. It's like toilet paper yeah. on your shoe when you walk out of the bathroom. And just follows. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, well, typically, you know, sometimes I'll bring home like a roll of those uh, trash bags. So it's like I'll blow those up into like air. I'll blow those up into like air pockets to try to add to uh, keeping everything nice and neat in the box, or at least safe. Because obviously, whenever things get shipped, you know, it's not treated well. I've seen boxes come back pretty oh, yeah. ugly. Is I mean. I'm lucky enough that I haven't really had any major damage, but when I shipped my uh, my Drake and my uh, uh, NX4 over to Steve's house for RCHO last year, I actually did have something damaged, but it wasn't really like bad enough damage. Like that... the... yeah. So it's like I try to get everything to where it's not going to move as much as possible in there but still have a lot of cushion if it's like dropped or kicked or ace ventura delivers the package but that's and when it comes to breaking down everything uh one of the things i practice quite a bit instead of like taking all the hardware out and putting it in a baggie a lot of times i'll just go ahead for example when you're taking out like the boom and stuff like that after I pulled out the boom, I stick the screws right back in where they go, and I leave them, you know, noticeably loose that you, to where you can tell it's like, okay, I've got to do, you know, undo those or whatever. Loose or not, they're gonna have to take it. They're gonna have to put it back together, so they got to loosen the bolts to put yeah, it. Don't leave yeah, them too loose, or they'll there. fall out and then be lost. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of the, the stuff I pretty much do. And it's like, I try to keep it all, you know, packed together, nice and neat to where it's not going to shift too bad. If there's like any type of, you know, you know, if the box is dropped or abused, um, as far as custom boxes, I've heard of people actually making like, you know, shipping a heli that's big enough that they had to make a box for it. I've done that once. I absolutely hate it and I never want to do it again. But I actually had to, when I sold my um, 770 years ago, I actually made a box for it. And I'm surprised it made it even in one piece. I mean, because I, I took the boom off, I took the blades off, but it was still too big for any boxes that I can find. And I bought it here locally, so it didn't even come with one. I've taken two large boxes from Walmart and put them together to be like this like huge box box that stands like like three and a half feet tall by like 24 by 24 like huge and yeah it costs like 80 dollars a ship but whatever oh yeah, yeah. Um, and i i hate to see what the, the prices worst. are those now are worse. those are the worst yeah um i think one of the things you should also recommend people is um when you order shit like save your save your your bubble wrap your peanuts like at least in a large box or something um if you ever plan on selling anything you know if you often sell stuff, like I kind of move things around, um, I tend to keep a box big enough that I could fit a 700 if I wanted to sell one, you know? Yep. Um, because I order a 700, right? They come in the big boxes, that's in a box, that's in the box, right? So you take that big box and, you know, break it down, like just break it down so you can keep it on the side flat. If you ever need to, you know, sell a 700, you can fit a boom and blades lengthwise on those boxes. That's what makes them yep. good because if you do diagonal, that's good. But like, I don't know. Um, I've done a diagonal and you try to fit like a helicopter in it, and like because it's diagonal and sticking up in the middle, you lose a lot of that real estate. So then the box has to be taller and bigger. Um, it's you know. So I like to do the long rectangular boxes I get when I buy kits. You know, when, yep. when you order kits, right? The brown box that it comes with. Save one or two of those if you want to send helicopters, seven hundreds. Because that you can break down the boom. The head and the and the skids, and you can pretty much fit a seven hundred some parts in there. So. Absolutely, and it's like I I've saved a couple of those boxes. You know, obviously the one that I shipped the the Drake and the the X four with, and then of course the one where I got the the black nitro from. So I've got a couple of those boxes, and I've got like a few others of like various sizes that I just keep on hand just in case if I gotta send a part out or whatnot. I mean, they're just accessible, easy enough to have. Um, and then not uh, to mention, um, a lot of times when I go to the post office, I overly wrap it with tape. It's like, I don't even want the box to bust open on accident. So if like, yeah. if I see any opening, it's taped. Yep. I tape all seams. All, all seams. seams. Um, you know, if there's any small puncture holes, <laughs> it, get, it gets taped too. <laughs> of course. Um... All right. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, actually, this is something to add to that. <laughs> and this, I'll give it to Monty again, man. He's the one who put me on. I use Pirate Ship. And it's, you know, like Pirate Ship. I don't know. Um, it really is the best prices. And from what I can tell, like, what I like about it is you can put in 
the size, the address, all your dimensions, and then it checks all like UPS, FedEx, and That's cool. UPS. And I'm, basically gives you all the prices, the best prices. Yeah, I haven't heard that one. And either. tells you whatever discount because they do it like a corporate thing. Like mm-hmm. they kind of buy the label for you, but because you're buying in bulk with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you buy it through them nice. and basically <clears throat> you, you get a shipping label and that's it. You put on label and, and ship it out. It's usually about 20% less than going to a retail store, USPS or FedEx store. Nice. So, yeah, that's not bad. So it's been helping me. It helped with the whole T-shirt thing. Like, I mean, you know, I would have spent at least probably a hundred bucks more on shipping, just from from the cost difference that it saved me. So, I recommend it. Yeah, and shipping's gone up, you know, since like last year. And yeah, just so anything you can save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for example, just sending one helicopter. The box weighed like eight pounds, and it's a Goblin seven hundred box. Cost me with insurance and everything for the price of the heli. Um, it cost me $45 to ship it. <clears throat> That's not too bad. You're probably talking about what, like a thousand dollars insurance too, right? Like, no, I only got for the cost of the heli. And I, yeah. Uh, what's the cost of a heli? 500. Mm, I sold it for 150 and then he paid for the shipping. So it's oh, like, Oh, that's super cheap. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. That's like the free shipping. That, like that's like the insurance that comes with the shipping. <laughs> uh, no, the free insurance uh, is oh, only 50. covers fifty bucks. So it's like it cost me an extra like five dollars. But still, I mean, I shipped out two birds over to your place, and you know, just one box was like thirty bucks. I the the bulk of what I paid was for the batteries, and I had to ship in two boxes. All right. That's the free tech tip. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's move it on. News and announcements. All right, news and announcements. Okay, what do we have? Well, our favorite named gasser conversion company, G Thangs. <laughs> G Thangs. Yeah. Uh, posted on Facebook uh, a couple weeks ago that they have a Gowie X7 conversion available. It's uh, up for order now. They it's 530 US dollars, including shipping to the US. They have a 14 tooth and a 15 tooth pinion available. It's based on the electric X7. You can use the NX7 as a donor kit, but you're going to need some more X7 parts. And with the, it uses the 100 tooth main gear with the 14 and 15 tooth pinion, so you can work out whatever you're looking for on your gearing. So check that out if you got an old X7 laying around that you don't fly anymore. Want to make a gasser out of it? Might be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. E-Flight has made an update to their T28 Trojan, the 1.2 meter version. Finding Fly Basic. This is a kind of neat plane. It's been around forever. It's been through a dozen different iterations and they've updated and upgraded to be easier to fly and offer improved scale like sport flying higher speed and higher energy aerobatic capabilities 
it's pretty yeah this is mm-hmm. this is your navy trainer mm-hmm. plane that they use for like a thousand years to train people to fly and right yeah. like and you've seen train this RC in, people fly too yep yeah. yeah you've seen it in like a 20 inch wingspan and the mm-hmm. giant one that was like 500 dollars the mm-hmm. 60 inch wingspan or whatever yeah, yeah. e flight I, I was yeah that's what i kind of meant it's just e flight themselves have made a a dozen versions it feels like probably not that many but several so it's a really good second airplane after your trainer if you want something that doesn't look that scale looking you know kind of scale flying can do some aerobatics and stuff so they have this new one's pre-order right now it's $319.99 3s 4s capable with no modifications um yeah i don't know what else to say about it check it out horizonhobby.com looking for a t28 cool well yeah i wonder if um i mean i wonder if this is like all compatible with the older ones and stuff too feels like it's all the same size yeah just update the internals right probably power system yeah, it says here, Steve, lightweight yet durable composite reinforced EPO construction. So EPO is that Z phone stuff. Phone. Yeah. yeah. The carbon Z stuff or whatever. Like okay. they made all the I don't started think this making is, planes out of. I don't think that plane the, is this type It of might phone be though. EPS, I think, is like the styrofoam, like yeah, cheesy, like ball, like it crumbles. Yeah, like the old styrofoam cooler type stuff that's like, I yeah, really crappy. Yeah, I think it's EPS, maybe. You want to just put a, a good, you know. I don't know. I'm not a foamologist, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish I was. This T28 uh, it says popular 3S and 4S, 2200 to 3200 milliamp hour batteries. So it's a hell of a range. Yeah. 70 amp ESC. It's full house, too. I think it has flaps and everything. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Cool. Oh, it's got retracts. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. I guess that's part of being full house, huh? <laughs> full house, baby. Yeah. That'd be a cool plane to have. Be easy to fly. That's yeah. And I, it looks cool. I mean, the yeah. reason they made so many different versions is because whether it scales up or down, it's, it's a good flying plane. Yeah. And it looks like, like a, would... a real, you know, it's scale. has scale looks. Yeah. But I mean, I think this one looks even more scalar than the other yeah, ones. Yeah, is that fuselage yeah, scalar? Right, yeah, like the canopy looks, looks more rounded. Right, right. Yeah. It looks more shape. Yeah. Yeah. It's it pretty good. Previous. Steve, you should get one to crash it. No. It's Only if I can crash. get a good deal on one. <laughs> I don't want to pay full price for a plane I'm going to crash. That's why I haven't flown the. Yeah, the big plane yet because if I crash that, that's gonna be like, damn. Yeah, that'll suck. Don't crash that. Yeah, I don't want to crash that. Cool. All right. Anything else? Yes. Uh, I think we talked about was it last week or week before that Maniacs was had some news and they were doing some sort of giveaway or something. Uh Oh yeah. Their big news was announced that Kyle Stacy and Nick Maxwell have joined the Maniacs Power Factory team. Wow. Nice. Nice. Two powerhouses have joined the power Mm -hmm. company. 
power yes. button. Strongest battery in the market now. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I got I got something else if you're done with that yes. portion. Oh boy. Yeah, I, I didn't write it down or nothing. But just as a side note, I know we're all a bunch of geeks in the hobby and and uh you know one hobby kind of works with the other and mm-hmm. we're we're all into PCs and probably following the market of GPUs and all that stuff now. Um if you haven't seen if you don't know about Linus Tech Tips or Gamers Nexus on YouTube, check them out because I've been following this story for like last couple weeks. Uh, Gamers Nexus is like the modern day superheroes for us nerds, man, because they have uh, you have to watch the couple of latest videos about Newegg and what's been going on. And uh, basically they didn't get any results in their uh, return. They, got, they ordered a motherboard. They never opened the even the package and returned it to new egg in a, in, in a, in a brief synopsis of what's been going on, uh, with them. New egg claimed, well, you can't get an RMA cause there's bent pins on the motherboard. And they were like, how is that possible when we never opened the box? It's still in the original packing box and they go back and forth. And the reason I mentioned Linus is because, uh, Linus also talked about it and, uh, it dude, these guys are amazing and they're not funded by anybody, which I love. Uh, so, you know, just, I know we didn't, you know, we're not, uh, PC or, you know, electronics podcast or anything like that, but, uh, I just, I just love this mentality where, you know, we, we're not going to be bought or sold by anybody We're we're, we're, they're funded by, uh, you know, just a little bit of products that they sell. They sell, uh, some hand tools and, uh, you know, coffee mugs, stuff like that, t-shirts. And I picked up, uh, their hand tools and a, and a big like mouse mat for my office, uh, desk and um just wanted to mention it because like so give them a plug have... what what who is it i don't know yeah, what you're game, talking about gamers nexus gamers nexus okay yeah youtube and what was the other one uh the other one's linus tech tips linus and tech tips basically gamers nexus like i said had an issue with with something they got from newegg and returned and went back and forth and newegg didn't really do anything until they realized holy shit this guy is from a youtube channel which has 1.6 million subscribers Mm -hmm. and then linus started talking about it and linus has like 16 million subscribers so they kind of they kind of shit their pants a little bit well and uh yeah the shitty part is is you or me that doesn't have millions of subscribers would really be in a pickle so it's good that maybe they're shedding some light on that practice and there was a there was a binder full of emails that Steve from Gamers Nexus brought to their meet his meeting with game with uh, with Newegg and they were all you know sold at Newegg shipped from Newegg uh, emails in regards to the same thing and mm-hmm. it wasn't like he even put a post out or a video he kind I think they posted something kind of on the side and said hey we're opening up an email account just for this type of thing we're going to meet with new egg if you guys have ever had any kind of experiences like this thing got flooded with with um emails yeah. so it's just it's just an interesting story that's, it's that's they're, they're modern day like like i said modern day heroes and uh you know they don't have to do any kind of shit like this because they got you know enough subscribers to to sit and be you know fat and happy but uh um they're honest guys and i i believe and i've watched uh, a lot of their videos very in depth and very technical, especially, you know, nowadays where GPUs are getting harder to find, uh, good, good, good resource of where do I go? Or, you know, what's, where am I not going to waste my money? And, 
you know, they, they test out a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, basically doing the tests that the manufacturers do on the equipment with the same type of equipment. They're trying to. They're trying to build up their their uh, their warehouse where they can do this. But just yeah. thought I'd talk about it a little bit because. Uh, yeah, cool. We all love heroes. We need heroes. You're my hero, Kevin. No, you're my hero, Andy. No. Oh, my God. You guys go get a room. God. Anybody that can <laughs> dig a hole in the ground and put a seed in. Dude, all I, gotta, all I do is take a stick and poke a hole and drop the seed in, and then I'm done. I just <laughs> Wait, go to the bank and got don't shit tons of money. You, you do that, and you bitch about it for three months. I mean, come on. Well, I don't want people to realize how easy it is to make oh, okay. shit boatloads of money. I mean, I just rake it in. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a freaking IT yeah. market, you know. Oh, you can't let the secret out. Everybody will be doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Raking it in. Literally yeah. raking uh-huh. money in. Mm-hmm. I shovel I it like Scrooge McDuck. Shovel. I just shovel I th- it. I think that's why you're bitching so much. I mean, the, the planting and the crops my back. Are easy part. It's, it's yeah. raking in all that money. That's what <laughs> the chore of it actually is. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack things, but I really wanted to mention him, mention it because, like I said, need heroes, man, need good guys. So, what's next for you guys? What's up for next for you guys in the hobby? Wait, is that it? That's it, isn't is it? I think so. No, I see something. Who, who is oh, we got this? one more. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Put this up, Ian. Yeah, I did. Well, tell us about it, dude. Yes, talk about it. All right. Um, well, the guys over at uh, over at Council Bluffs are putting together a uh, fun fly. Uh, of course, uh, as many of me heard uh, last year, they lost their field. Uh, the city had sold their field, and you know, of course, they've been without one. Well, they were able to um, put together an event with uh, another club. It's um, Rotors Over the Corn. Uh, it's going to be held at. It's going to be in Waver, Waverly, Nebraska, which is just outside of uh, uh, of Omaha. Um, be uh, June third through the fourth, uh, hosted by the Midwest Heli Boys and uh, Lincoln Sky Knights RC Flying Club. Um, landing fee is thirty dollars. Um, the CD is Dwayne Sykes. Um, there's going to be, uh, you know, lots of fun. Best heli flying in uh, Nebraska, obviously. And uh, night flying, on-site camping, no hookups, pilot's dinner on Saturday. Um, if you've gone to Council Bluffs before or haven't flown there, um, definitely a great group of guys. I mean, they, they know how to have fun. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. So if you're in Anywhere towards uh, Council Bluffs or Omaha, um, it's definitely worth checking out. So, yeah, cool. Yep, and I will be there for sure. Uh, that's going to be a short drive for me. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. I think it's going to it's going to be close to the same as driving to Council Bluffs. I just had to cut over the river a little sooner, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be about a two and a half hour drive for me. No, that's nothing. Yeah. Yep. A day trip. Exactly. And I have to know. drive that far just to get groceries. 
Damn. Wait, what? So you live on a farm. Don't you just, you walk just go out, out to your farm and get groceries? Yeah. yeah, you should just go out and shoot it and bring well, it. Well, I try to find the up. most expensive stores, you know, to get rid of some all this extra money I have. Hmm. Oh, Publix? Yeah. I'm searching for Publix. Whole okay. Foods. Oh, whoa. you're fancy. You don't go to Aldi or uh, Little? No. Publix, man. I'm going to waste Publix some money. Kroger, that's it. Oh, All right, what's next for you in the hobby? Let's move it on. What's next for me? Yeah. I'm going to be chilling the F out at the chill out with my effing wow. homies. Nice. And if you're not there, nice, F you. Oh. F you too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for me. I'm going to get to the mm. chill out and decide if it's really worth it or not. I'll, I'll report back next oh, episode. Man. You and the worth it. <laughs> You know what? I don't know if you're worth it. You I'm know, not. I anymore. can already tell you that. <laughs> All right. Who's next? I'll go because I'm going to be doing the same thing. I'm going to be going to chill out. Chilling out with the chill out? Yeah. Um, and it is going to be a little bit earlier week for me, obviously, because I'm not going to be able to participate on Saturday there. But uh, it'll be fun either way. Yeah. But at least... Today's my Thursday, tomorrow's my Friday, and then Thursday I'll be chilling, flying some helicopters, hanging out with some people. You really suck. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Kevin, Ian? Yeah, I'll go next. All right. Uh, I am not going to chill out. Suck. I know. I'm going to miss everybody. I'm going to miss you two guys and Ian if he was going and my buddy Jay and Eric Shu and Tom Shin and... Dan, who was on the show last week, um, you know, just everybody, man, Jamie Burkle, all those guys I've, I've met in the, you know, in the East Coast, yep. the Carolinas. Um, hope everybody has a great time, man. It looks like they've been building up, up some serious shit for everybody to hang out in and and have some fun. So they've been putting a lot of effort into that. I've been watching it on Facebook, but I'm not going to be doing that. So hopefully I'll get some flying in this weekend. I don't know. I got to figure out. I got to go to like Disney world and just hang out, you know? Why? I don't know. Cause it's like two hours Why? away. Oh, yeah, it's two hours away. Yeah. I wouldn't go, go there if it's 20 minutes away. Go to see Shane. Uh, I would, I no, you got to do the Star Wars, great. man. You do the I wanna, Star Wars. Yeah. I want to hang out with Chewbacca. It's so cool. It's so much fun. Those rides are cool. Since I can't hang out with Andy, I'm going to hang out with the next best thing. I'm going to hang out with Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy. It's like Andy's brother. <laughs> yeah. <it's> my cousin. <laughs> This is cousin. Cousin Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. No, I'm just I'm definitely gonna try and get some flying in. And uh I don't know. See what's going on. What about you, Ian? What are you doing? Um other than working, I'll be on Discord. Um as always, and then I'll uh, be packing up another bird that I'm actually got for sale. I'm actually selling my four seventy. Um, I'm just trying to fund some, uh, some projects, try to get a few things off my bench and a few things on my bench. Um, and then of course I'll be working. That's really that all that I've got going on like this week and I think the weather's supposed to be shit. So it's like, eh, why bother? Uh, it's like right now we're going through another cold snap that's supposed to last like, you know, about 
four or five days. It's like it's 19 degrees outside and it's pretty miserable. So, Ooh. oh no, <laughs> y'all want it? I don't want it. I don't want it. No, thank you. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, that's about it for me. Okay. Okay. What do we got for listener pipeline? We have one. Hold what on. The to hell, your, man. Hold on to your butts. What's up, guys? Stephen Florida Cohen. Just had to call in and say hi. Hey, I'm on the way to uh, actually tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon maybe, at the end of the workday. What well, sounds like one of the coldest events in the year, but they're forecasting 79 degrees on Friday. Almost unheard of for RCHO. That in itself makes it worthwhile to make that drive. You know what they always say, we don't give a rat's ass about the boys we're going to see or the kind of drinking we're going to do. It's all about the weather. Well, yeah, i got to say, guys, a few things you've oh. Let's get back to that for a minute. They say never fly before an event. First of all, from what I hear, RCHO is not an event. RCHO is an adventure. One of the adventures of a lifetime. So for me, it's 2022, be at RCHO. Guys, i got to look back a little bit. Dan and Tom in the morning, great nitro show. It's really good to hear a little bit of that nitro expertise. Might even see one or two of them, who knows, uh, up in North Carolina. Uh, also, I got to look back and say, talk about indecent exposure. I'd recommend you close at least one eye as you're listening to that show with Jordan McFarland because, boys, some things just can't be unseen. Anyway, y'all are doing a great job. Ask for help. That episode was a good one. I got to recognize uh, one of the all-time charter members of this particular podcast, Bill Ann. Yes, oh. sir. You heard it here first or second or maybe last. Bill Ann was, uh, he's getting to be kind of a frequent visitor to the Friday evening sim session with Ian. Speaking of Ian, Sorry, is there uh, any sort of a tool tip this week, boys? I mean, something with some real meat in it. I don't mean the just usual fluff like we hear frequently. No. Anyway, guys, hope to see some of y'all, maybe not Kevin, at RCHO. Looking forward to it. Uh, one more time, boys. Thanks again. What the hell, Andy? See ya. <laughs> oh, I'm pulling that. That's for damn sure. Yeah, that's, that's a clean one, that's too. Perfect. Yeah, that, that's everything. a good one. Yeah, what the nice. hell, Andy? It was quick. What the hell, Andy? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, that's going to be in the show great, next week. Maybe. Thanks, Steve. I think he's confusing Thanks, RCHO with the chill out. Because RCHO is the club. Chill out's the event that's cold. The other event's pretty warm. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Muddy. I don't know. I don't know. I will say, like, uh, Saturday night last year, man, it was cold. You almost had to stand in the fire. Mm -hmm. So he said he he was on the way, and he said tomorrow morning, and he said, well, maybe tomorrow evening, and then maybe the next day. He's not going to leave until Friday. Yeah. My money's on Friday morning. He, he's not going to leave till Friday. He's not going to get there till like Saturday night. Right, right. He'll drive Friday for like five <laughs> hours, and then yeah, he won't get there until like he'll stop somewhere, Saturday. and then he'll get lost, yep. and end up in Alabama, and then yep. he'll have to come back. Wait, is his name Richard? <laughs> hmm. he's, All right, he's going to drive to Tennessee and be like, "What the hell, boys? Where you at?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, boy. Uh, that's it for the listener pipeline. 
Okay, let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right. We have no new Facebook likes. Awesome. Facebook comments. What do we got? Do we have Facebook comments? comments? Do we have comments? Um, I think so, maybe. Do we have Facebook? I think so. It's still out there. Unless Ian deleted it. I didn't delete anything. I've barely been on it this week. Oh, yeah, we got comments. All right, let me read them. Tons Unless you want to read them, Andy. No, you read them. All right. Uh, yeah, Ron and Tom in the morning. Dan and Tom in the morning, even. We got a bunch of comments on that. Uh, let's see. I want to start with the all the comments, not just the most re- relevant. Uh, Justin Wyatt said, was that the wrong episode to play the Kyle Stacy drinking game? <laughs> Took me a minute to figure out what the hell he was talking about. And then I remembered the, the Craigle thing at the end where he's... Steve uh, said Kyle yeah. Stacy like 50 times in a row. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you would not want to take a shot. No. Oh, you'd be alcohol poison. Right. They'd be carrying you out from wherever you're at. Uh, Tom Shin posted a picture of us uh, <laughs> recording the show. <laughs> yeah. And Andy said, Tom Shin, we all look so happy. We do. And he said he was just trying to get Ian looking like he was snoozing. And he does. Which I, I got that. I got a picture of that. Steve said, Tom Shin, this is what I see. I'm looking at Dan's picture in wow and complete sadness overwhelms me. Kevin is in shot, not knowing what's going on. Ian is praying for it. Andy is, eh, I've seen worse. Dan is, yeah, let's see if anybody beats this. Tom is reminiscing about those days. Mm -hmm. Tom said that's uh, pretty darn accurate. Ray Bacon said, or Ray Bacon RC said, sweet, I'm working on my new-to-me Kraken while I listen. And Jordan McFarley said, sweet, Tom's the man. Tom said, hey, what's up, buddy? Jordan said, ooh, same shit, different day, buddy. (laughs) I don't know if he said it like that, but he wrote it like that. And if you want to see some pictures and some video of uh, Steve's um, Steve's Coast Guard scale looking um, Oxy 4. Is that in there, Steve? Yeah. Like 450 size uh, project that he's working on. You can see that. Yeah. Got the retracts working. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I actually slowed him down to like 10%. Everybody told him to slow him down, (laughs) and then everybody's giving him shit about his garage. Can you? I wondered about that. Can you slow, make servos move slow like that with? The macro sale deal. Is that what you yeah. used to do that? Yeah, so there's a video clip responding to someone. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's like it's as slow as I could go before it like the servo jitters so much that it can't like open it. Like it doesn't <laughs> have no power, just like, you know, so it's like ten percent or fifteen, twenty percent or something. All right, cool. It doesn't flip out like that, like Oh, that's pretty uh, good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Right? I think if you look at the that pretty little much clip scale, after, yeah. it looks at that. the scale to the size, you know. Right. Yeah. Cool. As I could do. Be cool when you get that flying. Yeah, I got to. I, I see it the other day. It's it's it needs a lot of nose. Like I, I can't put the battery far enough because of that stupid retract in the front. Unless I build like mm-hmm. something to cover it and then Can maybe, you put a little bit of lead in the very tip nose of the canopy so it won't so, take a lot. I don't want to do it on the canopy because the canopy is stuck on by magnets. So I don't want to go nose down and have it like 
<laughs> the magnets, you know, not have it strong enough. So right next to the landing gears, I'm going to put it there. But I'm thinking also about building a little uh, table that goes on top of the landing gear that can put the battery on top. You guys, the battery mount. Yeah, if you put the battery on the front, do. then I'm not adding dead weight. I'm that just reacting the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give it a try. So once I get that CG, then I'll, I'll be able to do a test flight on it and get a main video on it. Now, as far as that uh, that front nose with it being held on by magnets, uh, when I had my uh, my MD500, I actually had to take like those little uh, those paperclip things, and actually I left like a window out on each side so I could reach. You mean like a binder clip? Yeah, like to actually hold it closed because I, there was a couple times where, as I'm taking off, it comes right off, or if I was at a downward pitch, and I'm going across the sky. It'd fall right off. No, it's just the the magnets are pretty good. They're pretty good. <clears throat> I did have to kind of... So the main gear is wider than the, the opening, so I had to kind of round it out. And when I round it right. out, I'm like, with the drum, I'm just cutting, cutting into the fiberglass, and I'm like, spark, spark, spark. I'm like, why is this? Oh, there's a magnet behind there. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, not, you know, but I made enough room that the magnets are still there. So when it seems strong enough, what I do plan on doing is, like, once I fly it a little bit, I might kind of turn it up a little, but it's an Oxy Four in there. Like it's way overpowered, yeah. I, you know, 6S setup and all that stuff. So I'm like, I'm gonna take the hatch out in the front and I'm gonna do some basic rolls and loops with it and see how that looks. I think that'd be cool. You know, <laughs> that would be awesome. And if it drives in the dirt, oh well. Yeah. I didn't pay much for it. I don't care at this point. No, it's only a 450. Yeah. It'd be I. But if it does survive that and stuff, I think I might have some plans for it later on. But yeah, you know, it'll be fun. Just something to mess with. I think you did a great job on getting it set in there. I know you had to custom make a little platform for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to cut up the frame a bit. And because the Oxy 4 has such a front rake, mm-hmm. like it rakes forward and the tail so high, that like I had to build up the back of the blocks to kind of like make it even. And the way I did it is I actually just made it like a landing gear. Like I had a block that goes inside and then blocks that are underneath it and I bolted it you know, through the landing gear holes or whatever, the holes on the side. So it kind of mounts like a landing gear, and I think it should be good enough. And then, and then that whole plate mounts in like six bolts to the to the airframe. So hopefully that should hold enough too. Okay, give cool. it a try. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Luke Unger said, "Looks just like my garage." <laughs> LOL. I need to scale heli in my life. Love it. Ben Key RC said, "You know Steve." You know, it's Steve by seeing that tablet on his wrist. Um, I didn't understand that. It's a, That's not a tablet. It's, a, it's <laughs> an Apple Watch, right? Yeah. Watch, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get that one. Okay, but okay. Art Pre said, slow them down and go get a scale speed. And we'll look much better. Ray Bacon RC said, rock that heli room. I don't feel about my desk. <laughs> bad about my desk now. Steve said, yeah, it's a mess, but there are no other messes like it it's a mess like it, but it's my mess and there's no other mess like it it's right. like my gun like you know that i think yeah Anyways. mark roddy he said those are my kind of colors old coasty yep coast guard colors steve the one and only wattenberg said uh you might want to slow those down for scale and that's when you posted a picture or actually a video of your new I settings slower. slowing them he down. Posted yep. a video and said, "Everybody, shut up!" I slowed them down. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I'm a victim of bullying. Online bullying. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 
Oh. So is that it, or we got more? I think that's, no, I don't think that's oh, it. That's a far check. Yeah. Vid, yeah. Visitor post. I always okay. forget that. No, I don't see anything. Right. No visitor post. I don't see anything. No. Right. Okay, people pop bean then. Oh no, website comment. Sorry. We have an email. Okay. It says note Ooh. from Jamie Burkholder to your Facebook page, Free Pharmacy Podcast. I guess it's to our email. Jamie right. writes, hey guys, I'm looking forward to the fun later this weekend at the chill out. Have a great recording session tonight. I'm looking forward to listening to this episode on my way home from RCHO. See ya, Jamie Burkholder. Nice. Jamie's a cool awesome. ass dude. Yeah, man. Yes, Can't wait is. to uh, catch up with him. It's yeah. Been, you know, it's been you know, over the winter, so yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, Thanks, Jamie's a good, good guy. Thanks, Jamie. Yep. Thanks, Jamie. Okay. And do we have anything else? No. All right. And People Podbean. Yeah, man. People Podbean was on fire this week. Uh, Dad2G5 liked episode 312. You don't have to help, but it helps. Simon Privet started following us. And somebody named Toad liked episode 302 questions. 308 Sean Hall. 297 our thoughts 303 black friday 299 let go my logo 300 300 307 here we go again 304 clinger seller <laughs> 294 mow down some corn 305 i want it now 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 310 sorry 3010 right 310 <laughs> so what's next for you imagine that wow and 296 weight of the treadway he liked all those episodes uh six days ago and Helly Man liked episode 308, Sean Hall. And Mike Welch, holy cow, we haven't heard from him in a long time. Nice. I hope he's doing good. Liked episode 313, Nitro Raw HD with Dan and Tom in the morning. And to wrap it all up, 16 hours ago, My Star 60 liked episode 293, fellow podcaster series with Cliff Lewis. Hey. <laughs> I'm like, hey. hey. <laughs> All right. So, six days ago, Dad2G5 said, Great episode, guys. Send it. That's the response for episode 312. You don't have to help, but it helps. Skinny Boy Fat, six days ago, says, I like Tom Shin now. Nice. Now. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. Um, Toad, five days ago, says, Keep it going strong, guys. I am now up to date on my likes, although I admit I cheated. I still have to go through two older episodes that were in the backlog. I've been catching up, but haven't finished yet. Figured what the heck. Uh, what the heck. I'm sure I would like the two remaining episodes, so I smashed the like button. Oh, nice. On all of the ones I w- was missing. Oh, thanks, Toad. <laughs> I think that's Javier. Yeah, could be. Oh, it could be. Think. I Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Could be. It'd be the first time, but it could happen. Yeah. Um, okay, Greg Eagle Jr., three days ago. Wow. Just going back. Episode 67, RC Heli Hangout. Spider-Man, hang that web. Okay, two days ago, Greg Eagle Jr., to episode 125, The Amazing Cow Doll. DD Diddly Do, The Style and Fly Doll for Who? Whatever that means. All right. And that's it. 
Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that tomorrow. D D diddly do. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Thanks to all listeners. You know what to do. We'll do all that stuff. I don't want to say that again anymore. So, thanks to our listeners, for us guys, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Check out the other podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. What other podcast? That was true. Damn, I guess Andy was in a hurry. I was in a hurry? Why? You just, like, started that up. Yeah, played the whole thing. You didn't hear it. No, I heard it. Well, he said, uh, he said the thing, so I was supposed oh. to start it. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know when there was Steve a code says, between you uh, Thanks to all our listeners, I start the music. I didn't know there was that code word. I mean, I, I just made that up, but that seemed to be working. <laughs> I didn't even say that word, by the way. I didn't say it the way later. <laughs> you didn't say thanks to all our listeners? Oh, I went right to people poppy, and I didn't even say iTunes reviews. Oh. <laughs> and then you started. Well, it's so over like, now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to go with it. <laughs> right? So that's, that's how it works. Uh, my bad. I guess <laughs> I, I fucked up. <laughs> Damn it, Andy. I'm an idiot. Everybody makes mistakes, Andy. Even you. I could have swore he said thanks to the listeners because I was sitting here with my finger over the bill button waiting to play that, hit that, but he never said anything about bills, so I was like, all right, I guess we're skipping Don't want to know where your finger was. (laughs) My finger was in bill. As long as it's not where Ian gets his uh, tech tools, tip, whatever. (laughs) That was bad. It was bad. Look, I gotta get like a whole week's worth of work crammed into today and tomorrow. That's fun. Yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? That's what I've yeah. been doing. Who freaking who? So Shut up, Friday. Kevin. <laughs> I'm gonna drive to Florida just to kick you in the ass. Ian. Yo. What are you doing over there? I was grabbing I a drink from my mouth. Get a drink and go get a smoke. Smoke, smoke, smoke. That cigarette. A crap and a pipe. Two, two, two. You so dead. That was an actual song. I believe you. I believe everything you say, Kevin. You should. I do. Because I'm, I'm right. Like, like Andy. I'm right. I don't believe anything Ian says, but I believe everything you say. What the hell? <laughs> what? Oh, we didn't know you were still listening. <laughs> of course I'm still listening. Oh, shit. I don't even know where I came up with that. Where I actually heard that for the first time. Much like everything else, I think it was born into me. I don't know where this <coughs> comes from. Alright, share. Wait, I think I got it. Share with Andy. Hey, bud, you got a spud? No food, but I got a cool. Wow, that sounds great, dude. Now, I'm a fella with a heart of gold with the ways of a gentleman, it's I've been told. Face. The kind of a fella that wouldn't even harm yeah, a fool. But that if that me and a certain up. character met, the guy that invented the cigarette, I'd murder that son of a gun in the first degree. 
Now, it ain't cause that I don't smoke myself, and I don't reckon they hinder your health. I've smoked them all my life, and I ain't dead yet. But nicotine slaves are all the same at a petting party or a poker game. Everything's got to stop while they have that cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. And <laughs> if you smoke yourself to death. Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate that you hates to make him wait, but you just gotta have another cigarette. I like that this was from 1947, so it's like, oh, it's, no, it's not gonna hurt your health, and you're just gonna make St. Peter wait on you while you smoke an extra yeah. cigarette. And I do it too, so. You know, it, it, it missed the whole funny part of the song because it's before they knew any better. <laughs> Right. And I naturally got yourself a wife. Never, never trust a trust woman. woman. You'll be sorry if you do. This is going to be my never, next helicopter never flight song. That's awesome. And I just got to have another sack of peanuts. What? How is that? Oh, oh, okay. Maybe he is gay, and that's code for. Maybe. Something sack of peanuts. <laughs> hey, hey! Oh my god! <laughs> now I'm gonna be singing that tomorrow. <laughs> Kevin's gonna be at work. Never, never trust woman. Oh, uh, had to get one of those cancer sticks in. Yep. He can't go like 20 minutes without one. <laughs> Uh, he goes the whole show, right? That's like two yeah. hours. Yeah, but like, I mean, as quick as we end the show, he rushes outside oh, oh. to get another one. Oh. <laughs> of course. I need to send Ian like a phone tripod. I'm so tired of looking up his nose. Well, you see the, see the hairs? I see Maybe everything. Like when- Let's all chip in for that, like that ring with the camera phone holder in the middle. <laughs> yeah, let's you get, get at Walmart, and you can like put it right yeah. on the table for him, and it'll be right. Be awesome, a little tripod thing. And he won't be purple. Yeah, that'd be badass. Let's do that. And, and what is it like thirty? Thing bucks, like those TikTok bucks? girls use. Yeah, yeah, can, yeah. Well, oh my TikTok. god. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, How's that? Is that that's better? considerably better. Oh, wow. He has, like, actual normal flesh tones now. <laughs> yeah, you look like a normal human. Yeah, you do. You look like a human. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Humans being... Uh, wow, you clean up light. That's like the low... The low that's like the weakest compliment ever. You look like a human. Oh, well, thanks. Jeez. <laughs> thanks. I guess. <laughs> fuck. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> Stupid Sorry. as fuck. No, you're stupid. You're stupid. Your face is well, stupider. My face might be stupid, but you're stupid. <laughs> well, I was going to say that. Oh, I was I'm as dumb you as you look. Huh? Huh? Oh, I was going to say April Fool's falls on a Friday. Andy, Andy. Well, then you must be pretty stupid then. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think we can talk about a specific thing. Like I don't think. Well, we can then how, how you like? What's it going to be about then? I don't understand. Well, how do you handle someone who like fucking doesn't let you talk? How about someone who doesn't like? I don't what, know. Wait, who would not who, let you talk? 
don't know. No, wait, I don't saying. understand. No, what? what? That's what I'm no, to you're not explaining it. Like no, this. you're not doing it correctly. No, you're exactly. not explaining it. Exactly, right? So how do you handle that? You tell the guy to fuck off, right? <laughs> At least I would. I would just walk away. I would say fuck off or like, yeah, and just walk away. Tell him his face is stupid. <laughs> You're as stupid as you look. <laughs> Dumb as I look. What, the video? Oh. Talking about. Pay attention, Kevin. I'm not paying attention. What the hell, man? <laughs>